Hey, hey, peaches. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Laura Beth. If this is your first time tuning in to 20 Fun, welcome. I am so excited and happy that you are here. I am excited to be back on the mic. This is my first time recording in 2020. I know I've been on another hiatus. I've really been figuring my schedule out post-grad, trying to get my priorities in line now that I don't have school. So I am glad that you're listening today, and I'm going to tell you all about my word of the year and just kind of my perspective going into 2021. 2020 was crazy. I, I have to be honest and say that it was probably one of the best years of my life just with like personal things that happened. I graduated college. Um, I have a job. You know, there were amazing things that happened, but in the world, 2020 was kind of crazy and it messed with my productivity, my personal goals because I was limited to, to doing things um, and, and just kind of limited my own productiveness, I guess. I I felt like I couldn't go out and do as much, and 2020 was a crazy year. So today, I am sharing with you a fresh perspective. I have worked really hard on creating for 2021, and I'm going to share with you my word of the year. But before we get into all that, we have to do happy crappy. And my happy this week is that Alan and I have created a garage gym. We created like a, a gym in our garage and so we live in a townhouse you guys know I shared on the on the Instagram at 20 fun pod if you're not following go follow over there but I shared kind of bits and pieces of the the home buying process and then the building process Um, and so we have like this one car garage and I got a new car and my car is a big SUV so it's different to like park in a single car garage we also keep our dogs in there so like it's kind of cramped when you have the dogs and they try and park the car his car is like really wide so also kind of awkward when you go to park so we just decided that we don't like parking in the garage but we really wanted to utilize that space so we looked for Ever on how to make a garage gym I've listened to so many YouTube videos so many blogs and articles um, and we finally found like it's kind of funny so we looked up like gym flooring you know because we wanted it's concrete in there and I didn't want to be like on concrete all the time so I wanted like this nice like gym floor I don't know if you guys have looked up gym flooring but it's expensive and I did not want to pay that much it was probably like going to be $600 for like the amount of flooring we needed and I just thought that was absolutely nuts so we got um these horse stall mats from our local TSC and they work amazing. So that's what we have like in our garage gym. I've got some yoga mats. We have a few weights. It's not crazy cool yet, but we're working on it. But that's my happy. I have a place in our garage, in our house, just to go and work out, do some at-home workouts, and I don't have to go to the gym. I work from home, so now I work out from home too. And it's just a really good environment. I'm loving it so far. Uh, My crappy is kind of a happy but it it is a crappy um is that my computer died so that was why there was a weird absence in recording um my computer wouldn't hook up to my blue yeti mic anymore and my mic on my old pc was terrible you couldn't really hear anything it was all scratchy so i was recording on my phone and that was really difficult to edit on um and it was just really a big hassle to get an episode out but it died, like wouldn't turn on. I was, I was 
towards the end of my work day one day, I went to turn my computer on because it had died. Because let me just tell you, this thing died literally like 10 minutes off the charger. So it dies right after one of my meetings, which I was like, you know, whatever, it died all the time. Would not come back on. And I started freaking out. And so I bit the bullet and I bought a brand new MacBook Pro, which I've been wanting one of these for probably since I was in high school. So I've wanted one for a very long time. And I finally bit the bullet and bought one. And it's been an absolute game changer. If there's anybody out there who has a PC and they're like, I don't know about a a Mac. I don't know if I want it you definitely want it. I feel like I am like living in the year 3000 with my phone and my computer like talking to each other like I can get my messages on my laptop. Didn't do that before. GarageBand is super cool. The mic on here is super awesome. I'm actually recording this episode on my MacBook mic because I want to see what it's like. But yeah, my computer died. Didn't really want to make that investment right now. You know, here it is and it's returning a crappy into a happy all my old files are still on my old computer still have to figure out how to get those off but we're making it into kind of a happy um and I'm, I'm loving my new macbook I just wish I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had to buy it this early I was planning to buy it a few months from now but anyway here we are I'm loving it but that is my crappy uh, my song of the week this week is not a song or an audiobook it's actually a podcast and I know I have said this podcast before but it is the Shaleen show. If you are a podcast junkie like I am, you would absolutely love the Shaleen show because Shaleen is, I like to think of her honestly as like one of my mentors, even though she has no idea who I am um, and will probably never meet, but her podcast covers so many different areas of life. She isn't old, but she's older than like her 20s and so she has this like mature perspective on everything that I really appreciate and she's been wildly successful in fitness and entrepreneurship and so I find myself listening to her episodes a lot because she emulates a lot of what I hope to become one day. Um, So if you haven't checked out The Shalene Show, go listen to it. She has a wide variety of topics. Literally, you're gonna find something you want to listen to. Um, I tend to go towards the productivity and things like that, but it's definitely a good one. Moving on into words of the year and setting intentions and goal setting for 2021. Choosing a word of the year is something I started two or three years ago and I started it loosely, meaning like I didn't really stick with it all year. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm going to choose a word of the year, go figure. But I found that as each year goes by and I choose a new word of the year, I revert back to it more and more often and it's become a better practice. And last year I chose my word of the year. I promise I chose this before COVID, before everything happened. I chose it. I think you can go listen to our last New Year's episode. Becca was still on the podcast at that point. If you've been listening for a while, you know who she is. But I chose the word perseverance. And throughout all of 2020, in the back of my mind, I I was thinking, persevere, persevere, you can do hard things. My laptop, my old laptop, the the screen, like the screensaver, I made this graphic like January 1st, 2020. And it said, it said, show up, do hard things and make things happen. So simple, super cheesy, 
But every time I opened up my laptop, I saw that. And so whatever I was going through, whether it was school, which a lot of times it was, or it was the podcast, or it was work, I empowered myself to persevere and show myself that I could do hard things. And I know that's cheesy to say, and you you kind of are like, yeah, Laura Beth, you can do hard things. I can do hard things. But when you're in a rut and you're in the middle of feeling defeated, whether it's a paper or it's it's a project you're working on for work, or if it's a side hustle that you, you can't kind of get a hold of or can't get consistent with, reminding yourself that you can do hard things is just a, a really good mindset shift to get in. So my word of the year was persevere. And I found that that was a very appropriate word for 2020 because I was constantly finding myself needing to persevere in life and work and school and just really focus on doing the hard things. I really feel like that's a huge motivating thing I had in the back of my brain all throughout 2020. So when I was going through this year and deciding I wanted to pick a new word, I really sat down and evaluated where, like what I wanted to do, what areas of my life did I want to focus focus on, where did I feel like I was lacking, and for me, I always make my word of the year a verb. I know some people don't do a verb. I do a verb because when I choose a word of the year, I want to have action behind it. I want to make sure that I'm doing something and thinking of even if it's like a, a an emotion or you know something that's empowering, I want to have it a verb to have that extra urgency behind it to have the action. So I always make it an action. Um, and a word of the year could be like persevere or or you know I, I know that a lot of people do start or live if they want to live and be bold. Um, it just depends on a verb that you want to emulate throughout the year. So my word of the year, I'm excited to share with you all, is proactive. And when I chose this word, I really wanted to create a sense of urgency with myself to be proactive in all areas of my life, my health, the podcast, work. I wanted to be proactive in my relationships. And proactive to me really means not waiting for things to happen, being in control, in charge of what I'm doing in my actions, recognizing that each action and each decision I make is going to lead me toward my goals or away from my goals. And being reactive and waiting for things to happen or not making a decision isn't being proactive. Not making a decision is still a decision, and most of the time for me, it's a decision that takes me away from my goals. And that's not what I wanted. I want this year to be a year of immense growth in various areas of my life, specifically work. I wanna be, I'm in sales, if you don't know. I wanna be proactive about connecting with people and sharing what we have to offer and really honing in on taking the initiative to go the extra mile in my job. That's a huge, huge thing I want to focus on this year, especially because I'm kind of getting out of the transition of being new. I've been with this company for about six months. I'm ready to really step into my own and be proactive about running my desk every single day. So 
not waiting for things to happen, literally the exact opposite of reactive. So in 2020, I was reactive. I'll share with you all in a few ways and you'll kind of see the reasoning behind why I wanted proactive to be my word of the year. In 2020, I was reactive in a sense of I would wait for people to message me to be on the podcast. I wouldn't do as much outreach until Erica came on and then she started helping me with outreach. Um, I would, you know, I wouldn't work out as much because I was like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's 2020. I don't have to work out. Like, gyms are closed. I I did the, the home workout for a while, but I was really reactive in taking control of my health. Um, for work, uh, you know, for starting off in sales was kind of an emotional roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. Sales is hard. And I, <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I used to find myself being, you know, well, what if people don't want to buy or going into that negative, negative mindset, especially the first month or two I was in it. And I'm really, I'm stepping away from that because I don't want to spend my life or specifically this next year waiting for things to happen because other people choose for them to happen or because life like I'm just waiting for life to happen for me I want to take control of my choices and be self-aware and understand that my choices are either going to take me towards my goals or away from my goals and so being proactive about every single decision I make is going to be really important to me this year that's why I chose it for my word of the year um action equals results even imperfect action equals results so you're often better taking imperfect action learning as you go in interpreting failure as feedback than to sit and wait until you're ready or to wait until you are are you know everything's perfect and there's this perfect situation perfect is never going to happen ready is you're never going to feel ready to do anything big um especially any you know big change in your life whether it's changing your major or you know putting yourself out there and going on dates i'm I'm trying to think of things that people wait until they're ready for but you're never going to feel ready to make a big change it's either you make the decision you run with it you stick to it and you do everything you can to change it into a positive outcome or you sit back and you wait and you waste time. And one thing I'm not a fan of is wasting time. Time is our biggest resource because it's something we can literally never get back. You can always make more money. And I know it can be hard to make more money. But you can always make more money. You can always, you know, go get a side job. Go, you know, sell some of your clothes on Poshmark. Or, or you know, you, you can find ways to make more money. You can't find ways to make more time right? It's, it's really, really impossible to literally make more time. So I want to be proactive this year, especially with my time and not spend it three hours scrolling TikTok. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I deleted TikTok because it was taking up too much of my time and I wasn't being proactive in my life. If I was scrolling TikTok for three hours, I was letting TikTok control me, and the decision I was making to spend three hours on TikTok was taking me away from my goals, not towards my goals, so I decided to delete the app, and those are the kind of changes I'm making with myself in 2021. I'm I'm essentially holding myself to a higher standard because I expect greatness from me this year. I have a lot of exciting plans for myself, and so I want to be proactive about making those plans turn into results so a big big thing i'm working on this year is 
being intentional and being proactive and being intentional i really feel like they go hand in hand being intentional is being aware of of everything that you're doing and and making sure that you understand the reasoning behind making whatever decision or doing whatever thing it is you're doing for me being proactive is being intentional about what i'm doing with my time and making sure that i am in line with my goals that i've set for myself that's a big thing that that I'm doing this year is I'm trying to take ownership of my life and not waiting for someone to give me permission. I'm I'm the person that feels like they have to ask people for permission. I asked people for permission to start this podcast. I asked all of my friends, all of my family, you know, do you think I should start a podcast? Could I start a podcast? Asking permission like that and it, it wastes time. It wastes so much time. The longer you sit and you ask permission from people because you're scared of what they're going to say or you think you're going to get judged or whatever the reason is, the longer and the more time you're missing out on the action you could already be taking to get you closer to results. So I want you to think about an area of your life that you are asking permission whether that is with school or it's with, you know, starting your side hustle or it's with, you know, wanting to talk to this one person that you really like, but, you know, you're scared people are going to judge you because whatever reason, stop. Be intentional. Be proactive. Take control of your life. Make decisions. Not making decisions is is something I feel like a lot of people are held back on because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. The wrong decision, to me, in my opinion, is not making one. Because the sooner you make a decision and you stick with it, you see if it works or if it doesn't. If it doesn't work, you change it, right? If If you don't know what major you want in school, for example, so you don't go to school because you don't know what major you want, the longer you're, you're sitting out and you're getting out of the routine of school and you're not going to even when you said you wanted to go back to school. This is just an example, but if you go to school, you pick a major, you evaluate early on, do I like this, do I not? If you're not in love with it, change it. Change it early so you're not in school extra time, right? But play around with different things. Try different classes. Do different things to figure out what you like. I feel like there's this huge misconception that in our 20s, we have to know when we're 18, 19, 20, 21, exactly what we want to do for the rest of our life and what our passions are. And if you've grown up like like I did, I grew up in a small town. I didn't really try a whole lot of new things um, growing up. I got lucky with finding podcasting and finding you know, online entrepreneurship and talking with people early on. So I found my passion. But if you haven't found it, that's okay. You know, it's not supposed to just come to you naturally. Some people, it, it does. But if it doesn't, you still have the opportunity to go out and find it. So my word of the year is proactive. And I am challenging you to just create a word of the year for yourself and create it around what your goals are. If you've got some lofty goals, hold yourself to a high standard. You can do hard things. Prove yourself that you can do it, especially if you haven't done anything before. If you want to run a half marathon, but you've never run one before, that's a big goal. That's really intimidating. You don't really have a frame of reference to go back and say, oh, well, I did a half marathon before. I can do it again. You've never done it. That's not your fault. You just never made the decision to go do a half marathon before. 
if you want to do a half marathon but you've never done it, it's terrifying. I completely agree. I was there two years ago. But it's about making the decision and holding yourself accountable and holding yourself to the higher standard to complete the goal you set. You're not crazy for setting big goals. That goal was popped into your head because it's something that you desire to be or it's something that you want to do to prove it to yourself or to prove it to others, whatever the reason. But you're there to hit the goal. And I want to empower you. I know most people quit their New Year's resolutions at, I think, like the middle of February. Don't. Make three top resolutions. Make a word of the year that kind of wrap into the three um the three resolutions and go take 21 by 2021 by the reins and make it your year i know that's what i'm planning to do so i hope that you guys are right there with me locking arms and marching off into success that awaits us from you know holding ourselves to this higher standard If you like this episode, thank you very much for listening all the way to the end. I am starting something new where I'm encouraging you guys to send me a DM on Instagram and tell me about what's going on. I want to know what you're going through in your life. It really helps me cater the podcast to what you want. So send me a DM on Instagram at 20funpod. Follow me over there. I'm posting great content. If you would like to be a guest on the show, send me an email at 20fun or not. 20funpod at gmail.com. There we go. That's the email. Send me an email if you want to be a guest on our show. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. You guys are so appreciated. I'm excited for everything we have coming in the new year as a 20fun community. It's going to be pretty epic. So follow me on Instagram, stay connected, and I will talk to y'all next week. Keep it 20fun.